still uh, still convinced that the listener count is directly correlated to the market, or maybe the market is correlated to the listener count. I haven't decided yet. Right. We're going to have to start keeping those metrics in the sentiment tracker, which is important because in a new paradigm like this, there aren't a lot of those things yet. We're in a mature market like the stock market. You have so many different types of sentiment indicators and someone needs to develop them for NFTs because they'd be very helpful. There's an opportunity to be had. All right, guys, we're going to start. Good morning to everybody. It is Cloud Cobain, and I'm coming live to you with the absolute ape atop the Empire State Building, Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Uh, ooh, ooh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> um, we've got a we've got a good show for you today. Uh, we've got a bunch of things to talk about, and you know, there's a lot of big things happening in the crypto world. There's not a lot happening in the NFT space, uh, but we're going to try and mash that all together and have a have a good time today doing so um so yeah and and i mean you know we've we've been busy with other stuff outside of life so again at the end of the show we always do a live q a session we do you know shoot the shit for about a half an hour talk about things so um if there's anything that piques your interest that we're talking about anything that catches your mind anything that you've been looking at that you don't think other people have really had the opportunity to see yet just save it till the end uh, we'll open it up. This is our first time on a, a Discord stage, so you know we'll we'll get used to using the the hand feature, and we'll we'll bring you up and talk. Um, but with that being said, we uh, one big thing that we saw yesterday was um, an article from The Verge that reporting that Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook fame is um, doing the "if you can't beat them, join them" move as he's looking to transition Facebook from a traditional social media platform to a metaverse company, uh, going as far as potentially even changing the name. Yeah, that I think raised a lot of eyebrows. I don't think a lot of people expected this move. And with you know, with no specific plans and not even an announcement of a name change, this seemed like an announcement getting ahead of even a product. Uh, it reeks of fear, quite frankly. Yeah, I, I'm curious about that. I mean, you know, love them or hate them. I mean, I think most people are more on the hate side of it. You know, Zuckerberg has always been somebody that has has been good at seeing the future. Uh, he recognized the value of a social media, like, and I'm talking about like the the dollar nominal value of a, a social media company far before anybody else did. I remember when um, Facebook was going through their IPO, and uh, everyone was like, "There's no way a website is worth that much." And as it turned out, it was incredibly undervalued at the time. Uh, but you know, Facebook is also ripe with controversy. They have a lot of uh, shady business practices, and it's one of those questions like. We don't really have a choice in it, but is this something that we feel good about them entering into, or do they have to switch their business model to suit the metaverse needs? Like, do, do does Facebook even have a say in the matter? Yeah, I, I mean, Facebook is the epitome of Web two, right? And they are the kings of social media that built on top of that paradigm and. For them to come out and basically say, we're changing everything, we admit this new thing is coming for them. I mean, the real difference here is provenance, right? Facebook relies on signal that you can't verify. Somebody could be on a private jet, take a picture and say they are this when really it's their friend's private jet or 
somebody can go put on some nice clothes in a store that take a picture, pretend they're buying them and act like there's somebody they aren't. Facebook relies on this. We all know people's lives are not what they portray on social media. Web3 eliminates this. Now there's provenance. The new social networks being built up, you can't fake. And that is a real threat to Facebook's business model. Yeah, I mean, that's that old saying, don't trust, verify, right? And the, the blockchain is the epitome of said verification. The whens, the wheres, the, the hows. Right. And didn't this start last week? Facebook announced they were making a digital wallet. This kind of leaked out. Um, I, I don't know if they were pursuing their own uh, cryptocurrency still because of regulations, but was this digital wallet? Yeah, I think that they were pretty stripped of uh, Libra that, that was shot down. I mean, they're already under constant scrutiny and being trying to broke up by uh, by certain groups. Uh, and I think that he's he and that company is just finding any way that they can enter this space because, you know, um, I, I think that they understand that this is the way that the world is going and there's no changing it. Uh, and it's an adapt or perish kind of move for them. Uh, you know, and and this isn't going to happen overnight. I mean, Facebook Facebook's not going to not going to die a sudden death, but you know, given his track record to see the future, uh, I think that this is really bullish for the space. Just the fact that he is publicly acknowledging the fact that this is the way that they're going. This is extremely bullish for the space. I think. I guess the only thing I question is: Will the government keep trying to slow down these companies that are already under their thumb to the point where they're not going to be able to catch up to the people who are just, you know, not hampered by centralization that are decentralized? Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what happens to their stock price on some more formal announcements. Like the, a name change is no small deal for you know a trillion dollar market company cap. Although Google did it with Alphabet uh, a few years ago, but um, I mean the big thing that I keep thinking about is: Do most Facebook users know or care about this? And I think the answer is no. But I do think that you know as the as the space moves forward and we talk about reducing friction, I think that that's that's one of the the ways that they're going to get eased into this concept. Yeah. Whether it's through Facebook or not, it's more about the the knowledge factor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so we'll move on from that. That's going to be something that's interesting to watch over the next few months, probably. But uh, big news yesterday is that Bitcoin hit an all time high of sixty seven thousand dollars. Um, it's up a mere 1,000 times over the last eight years, which is a pretty shitty week for NFT degens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ethereum is also at an all-time high, which is a little unusual that they're making all-time highs at the same time. Bitcoin had been outpacing Ethereum. Uh, everyone was waiting for it to play catch-up, and boy, did it this morning. Uh, Ethereum hitting an all-time high. A lot of the ERC-20s and alts associated with the Ethereum, with Ethereum are mooning as well. Even Solana apparently plugged their router back in and is seeing a nice pop. Just today. in time so, for the uh, the bull run. They got their network back time. up and running. Um, yeah. No, I mean, like you said, it is unusual. Or actually, I, I would wager that it's never happened that Ethereum and Bitcoin have been at all-time highs at the same time and hit them within 24 hours of each other. Uh, constantly throughout history, we've seen uh, Bitcoin kind of run away from the market. And then as people start to take profits from Bitcoin, it starts flowing back into the altcoin 
um, ecosystem and Ethereum tends to rip and then the other shit coins tend to rip behind it. Um, but I think that this might be one of those coming out moments that Ethereum can no longer be considered an altcoin. Yeah, I would I would argue that uh the stories are breaking away from each other. The use cases are clearly defined at this point. And there's no, you know, yes, assets that are similar tend to go up and down together uh, in all markets. But I think the stories are breaking away now. Um, Ethereum is burning so much supply. It is deflationary. And it's precisely because of NFTs. It's OpenSea. OpenSea is burning all the Ethereum. There's been a supply crisis brewing for months, and it's finally just catching up. And to think that when, you know, they start to consolidate and settle, that the action's not going to go back to NFTs. NFTs come back to 100 times stronger every time. And I've seen it quite a few times now. Yeah, it does feel like the, the NFT space has just had this, like, um, early days crypto vibe where it's just like it goes through its own bull and bear markets and, and it kind of slowly starts to gather this group of convicted users and it builds and it builds and builds and it it pops and then you know it, it kind of has its own bull and bear cycles like anything else does but we're getting to that point where you know there's there is a very solid base of people who who like the jpegs yeah and uh that said floors across the board just cannot find a bottom still uh it's you know i don't think it's a fact of people necessarily rotating into Ethereum at this point. I think it's just a wait and see mode for everybody. You know, whales aren't stupid. They don't just keep buying. They, they know if they stop, people start to panic. They, once you get to a certain level, you're going to make all your money west bidding people who need liquidity. I mean, it is, it, it happens. All these mini cycles are occurring constantly in each project, in each sector of NFTs. And that's what you're seeing right now. You know, they're going to move in and buy Kongs again. They're going to move in and ape the shit out of Cool Cats. I, you know, I'm not saying it's a good place to put your ETH today, but these projects are going to come back very strong. The buyers are going to come back. It's just wait and see right now. And quite frankly, Akira or Clonex, as it's known now, um, could be a very big catalyst because before we were talking about they were racing to get out before the bull market ended. Well, the bull market's been firmly over, at least the very easy early stage of it. And now they have a chance to do the opposite, maybe get some energy back into the market with a properly managed project where the hype you know, has not come from them at all. It really has just come from the people passionate about their project. They haven't said a thing. So I think it's a I think it's a great take. And you know, we talked about it earlier this week about when Ethereum starts ripping. Like you said, the floor does drop, and and of course, the prophecy has been fulfilled this week at least. Uh, but it's I can't remember. I wish I had saved who actually made the tweet. But you know, they said if if you sold your NFTs last week and got into the liquidity like you look like a genius right now but good luck getting back in when the time is right because you know it's one of those things that once the the ethereum stops ripping people are looking for places to kind of redeploy their capital after they've taken some process, uh, profits and uh the the jpegs seem to be the typical place that it goes 
Yeah, trading around a long-term position is very difficult and not advised. Like I had a friend who was pretty convinced 4000 was the top last time and he kind of nailed it, sold, everything crashed. Uh, but at 1700 when even he was like maybe it's a bottom, it was very hard to get back in. And then you wait and you wait and all of a sudden it's back to 50% of where it was. You're like, well, I'm not paying up like that. And then it hits an all-time high and you're never able to get back in. If you're a trader, you're a trader. You're, you're buying resist, you know, you're buying support, you're selling resistance, et cetera. But it's very hard to trade around a long-term position you have conviction on. Once you get out, it's very hard to buy it, buy it again. Yeah, and especially going back to that idea about, you know, the value of profile pictures and the identity associated with it. Um, you know, if you have a galactic ape that you sell, you're not getting that galactic ape back. You are going to have to buy a different one at a different floor price. Um, you know, it, it definitely helps the stickiness of these things, I think, as well. Yeah, I think the shortest holding cycles I've ever seen uh, are in NFTs. The idea that holding for more than 24 hours is having diamond hands. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy how, how condensed the cycles are in this market. Um, going along with that theme that everything is down, uh, you know, looking at the uh, WGMI.io site, it is like across the board for the seven day trend. Everything is down, but it's not all uh, not all bad news. Oh, sorry, you're cutting in and out. I didn't uh, right. know. Anyways, it's not all bad news, but um, for the time being, the big ones uh, that are down in the last seven days are the anonymized going from 9.4 ETH floor to 3.5. Uh, Crypto Dads has gone from 1.2 to 0.5. Cryptodes, Kongs, Bears Deluxe, Mutant Cats are all down more than 30%. Um, another big one that a lot of this Discord is uh, involved in that's also down is the Ether Orcs. However, I mean, there's some interesting takes on that. You know, obviously with the minting process, there was a large increase of supply that hit the market. And as the project kind of cools down over the, the after the, the, the two week kind of hype that it had sustained, you know, there's going to definitely be people looking to take profits. But I think that the fact that it's, you know, increased its supply by, I think, three or four times and it hasn't completely dumped like the way that everything else has is a, is a really good sign. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's the, I, I think when especially I come from stocks and in the market, when you're having a bearish period, being able to watch projects that are either flat or slightly up during a bearish period, that tends to be what moons when the volume comes back uh, on the buy side. So that um, th those type of projects, you can, maybe you're holding a few bags like that. Uh, those are the type of projects to identify during these periods. Yeah, absolutely. Another cool thing that kind of came out of the space while we're talking about losses is uh, paperhands.gg kind of had its uh, five minutes of fame on our Discord and in Twitter. And uh, it really brought out the sadistic nature of the DGen trader uh, willing to put your address into that thing and, and you know, lament the massive losses that you missed out on by paperhanding things. Did you uh, did you end up doing it? <laughs> I don't even think these things are funny. This is this is like this is about frame of mind and mental stability. I, 
once you sell an NFT, it doesn't exist. I don't go look at it. Don't go look at the collection. Mute the word from Twitter the, that somebody would create a site like this. Uh, they must hate life and, and hate puppies and children. I mean, that's the only thing I can surmise. <laughs> Uh, yes, definitely, definitely puppy haters that, uh, use that. Uh, you know what? I actually did plug mine in. It wasn't, it wasn't awful. I am relatively new to this space, although not to crypto. Uh, and the biggest losses that I missed out on were selling some Galactic Apes pre-reveal. Uh, but I did that to take some profits and break even. So I don't feel awful about that at all. But it was, it was, I think it was Cole on Twitter sold a, uh, Bored Apes for like 0.03 and those numbers get big when when it says you know you missed out on four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, it's pretty insane. And you know, before the recent run up, people used to say you know every NFT I ever sold was a bad decision. And it's it generally you know it's true if you're if you're buying good projects that you know have people you know influencers or whales that are big holders. You're going to see the floors, see a lot of volatility. But if you can hold for a couple months, I'm telling you, these the market comes back stronger each time. What is this word months you're referring to? <laughs> yeah, months. Months. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, you know, let's let's look at the flip side of it. You know, looking at what projects are up in the last seven days is, is pretty bleak as well. Uh, there were only seven projects that actually have a positive floor trend. Uh, the notable ones being um, Winter Bears, which we talked about yesterday, going on a little bit of a run. Creature World, Art Blocks, Dino Pals, which is, has a supply of 14 and hasn't been traded in the last two months. So that's absolute rubbish anyways. And the floor is like 80 ETH. I don't think they've ever been sold. Um, and then there's the big winner that's sitting at the top of the pile, up almost 50% is the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult. Never heard of this before, but I did a little bit of digging. It's been around for about five months, and it's gone on a nice little run up to about 0.8 ETH uh, during all of this downtrend. And it's it's pretty cool. It's got some great pixel art. It's um, it's definitely in the D&D space where it's kind of like an on-chain uh, game master. Uh, the, the art is cool. The lore seems to be really cool. And they have the tagline, lore over floor. So I think that... Uh, stumbling into this discord community and the twitter uh was was interesting because they are a, a group of convicted people i don't own any of them i am not going to be buying any of them but uh definitely a, a conviction play there if that is any appeal to you i thought it was just an interesting thing to look at this is something that you mentioned you've seen too this project got popular again during the historic phase that we went through during the generative cycle a month back and people quote unquote rediscovered it. Um, and a lot of the right OGs and whales like it. So they bought it up. Uh, I, I want to say it even got up to a two floor, but I could be wrong about that. Then when all the historic projects pulled back and we went into the new mint phase, uh, they were kind of forgotten about again, forgotten wizard's rune. And then um, recently, there have been rumblings that they're going to partner with Loot because obviously they jive well. Uh, they're basically the pictures you can match to your Loot text. So Dom, who created Loot, and you could follow him on Twitter at Dom, uh, he 
Um, he is very fond of the project and things he touched tend to turn to gold. So, you know, that's another one. Loot, which obviously had that big bubble. It's holding at like 3.5 in this market. Loot, I'm, I'm very sure Loot is going to have another run here soon. Um, as much as people may like, not like the concept or think text. Uh, NFTs are stupid. Root specifically is going to have a run again here soon. There's a lot of builders building for it, and that's a good indication a project has legs. Yeah, uh, especially if you could keep a um, a group of people convicted and engaged in a product for, like we said, months. And, and this space is, you know, a modern miracle, really. Right. So if loot can cut across that threshold and have that, you know ultra hype fan base and part and make these partnerships with existing product projects that are, you know, also doing really well. Obviously the name and uh, in, named influencers are involved uh, are a huge bonus to that as well. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here, my friend. Uh, we had a call yesterday about the redacted uh, project, the whitelist that showed up and uh, yeah, let's uh, I'm just going to throw the ball to you and let you run with it. Yeah, I wasn't around when I guess the announcement was happening. And I, I tuned in all of a sudden and I just saw rug, rug, it's terrible, rug. I said, oh, great. I guess that was my white list of the day. Uh, Project Redacted, which I know a lot of people hopped in and then they closed the Discord. They claimed to get to 38,000 people in 24 hours. Their Discord... <laughs> Nobody knew what the project was about. The only thing we knew is that the guy who did it did some banana projects uh, previously. Yeah, Homer. Uh, yeah, yeah, Homer. He doesn't have the best reputation, but I think this was formatted like it was going to be another RPG or another game-esque project when it was, in reality, bad art um, that was overpriced. Uh, and nobody wanted, I believe they even closed the mint at 999 because it was selling so poorly. Uh, all your server boosts were for naught, and that was a bad one. I apologize for that, but that is the state of the market right now. Yeah, I think that it's an interesting conversation about the state of the market, and I think it was a a bit of a social experiment gone wrong about, like, let's see how little we can do to gain some hype. Uh, fill up this discord and outsell a mint. But I think, you know, the market is getting smarter and people are learning that uh, you don't have to just jam that mint button the second that the contract goes live because, you know, these things just aren't, uh, aren't moving if there's no underlying, even just art, right? Like, you know, maybe the art does matter. The art definitely matters. Uh, another funny instance that and, happened. And yesterday. just to be clear, on the redacted project, the art was shit. <laughs> yeah, the art was really terrible. I, I know think. you can't really say that objectively in, in in art, but I mean, objectively, it was shit. Well, quite frankly, Deus Ex. Uh, I thought that while some of the mods had pretty cool PFPs. Their art looked very pasted together and flat and really shitty. And I got an email from them yesterday. They're still, they haven't changed their mint price. They haven't decided to lower the amount that's out there. They're still pushing, hey, we're excited. You know, go get your mints, your pre-sale mints uh, from them. But the art really does matter. 
And people were, you know, they were lost on that fact uh, for a while. And many people, so it's a joke, you know, oh, you're buying it for the art. <laughs> All about the art. All about uh, the art. So yeah, the the other things that are going on today, uh, Boonji is finally dropping. I think we talked about that. Like my my frame of reference for time is so off these days. Was that last week? Maybe the week before? I believe um, that was a completely botched drop. Where in the you know the twenty fifth hour they had to back out of the minting process. Uh, it's still unclear on if it was um, an exploited contract or or something else, or their art wasn't working. But today it is finally a go. It was a project that had a lot of hype. It will be very interesting to see if it sustains this hype. They definitely um, missed out on some peak NFT minting time last uh, in the last week or two, and and you know dropping in the middle of this NFT bear market and crypto bull market is going to be an interesting case to see how they end up actually doing. Uh, I think that there was enough people looking forward to it that they will mint out. But again, even just to compound the interesting nature of it, it is the Dutch auction that starts at 3.3 ETH and it drops by 0.1 ETH every five minutes. So, uh, you know, we have no frame of reference for where it would have sold out, you know, uh, let's just call it 10 days ago. Uh, but we're going to find out today. And it's, you know, it'll forever be a question of what if, unless, you know, they, they managed to mint out, a, you know, above one ETH, which I don't see, but who knows, once that ball starts rolling on a, a Dutch auction, the whales start minting, you know, they start to make some pretty big splashes and it becomes a race, an arms, really. I'm sure if Gary V tweets about it, it'll, it'll sell out quickly. I mean, it, I, I, you know, the guy has enough sway in the market that he has that type of power. It's, it's something he's associated with, right? Uh, there were a number of influencers. I can't remember if Gary V was on that list of them. I think he is following them, though. I know uh, Kazomo, Danica, uh, value, value in Time. Uh, yeah, Gary is following it too. So it just depends on whether in on the pandemonium, just somebody that's followed them on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think the the big thing that happened yesterday we can close with is orcs because the minting phase is over. Uh, there will be no more Genesis orcs than the five thousand fifty that exist. And they announced uh, new levels as well to reach. Everybody uh, believes the final level. Well, I shouldn't say everybody because it was in the code and there were leaks about it. But the general public was led to believe that the top level you could achieve this season was 36, which would have taken you uh 12 days after the competition started to achieve that level and loot a very rare loot pool to get equip your orc with rare items and make it a rare NFT uh, and earn a lot of zugs. That is what the rare items do is they add to how much zugs you make. Now it goes to level 52, which would be another eight days past uh, the original level max leveling uh, deadline. And some people are switching strategies, foregoing the ether, and deciding to go straight for what is known as Orc Gods. Uh, that is the name of the loot pool that has 12, only 12, 
one of one items in them. Um, if Kiwi is here, I think we're going to bring him up today because now we can kind of talk about uh, what Alpha Mint did now that the minting phase is over and maybe a little bit uh, just about where the Orc game is now and how people are thinking about strategies. So if Kiwi raises his hand, we could bring him up. And uh, if he's able to do that, we'll get him up on the stage. Um, while we're waiting for that, I do just want to switch gears and then we'll switch back to orcs um for anybody that was getting in on the hype on the bear x whitelist uh they are opening up the second round of whitelist today at 12 noon uh so i'm assuming there's going to be another competition it is going to be off of discourse this time as you know they they had enough criticism last time for that uh, so, you know, keep your eyes peeled if you're interested in getting in on that white list. If these things kind of rip and the hype is anywhere close to Kaiju, this could be a free, you know, beef for you or more. Um, and then also we have the snails, which a lot of people have been hyped on. The white list applications get close today. So if you applied for that and you're in on the server early enough, um, you know, keep an eye out for your white list invitation as well. I think that's going to be a pretty solid project to look forward to in this bear market. Uh, first 100 members of that Discord are getting a free mint as well. Uh, not an extra one. Your mint for the pre-sale will be free, which yeah, is uh, plus gas, which is a little boon for the first 100 people there. The next 2,600 their message were eligible for the whitelist. Uh, we'll see how many signed up successfully, and they're going to, I assume, announce that uh, later today or tomorrow. But that is another one of these games, uh, gamified NFT projects that I'm looking forward to a lot. Uh, and yeah, that one's going to be really cool. The art that they've previewed so far has gotten really good responses from everybody I've shown. Amazing. Um, okay, so I invited Kiwi to speak. I think you have to accept that and come up onto the stage to join us. So if, yeah, he may not be around and shoot to Q&A and then uh, if he's available to talk or yeah. Um, before we get into the Q&A, I just want to just want to thank everybody. We've had a lot of people that have showed up almost every day for this. This is amazing, amazing. Um, the Alphamint team has put together an RSS feed that's going to be recording and, and, and feeding this into Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, I actually listened to one last night just to see how it went, and uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised to, to hear how clean it was. And, and, um, um, you know, I say yeah, I'm, I'm a lot apparently, but uh, we're working on that. So, so you know, if, if you miss this on other days, we're going to be uploading those daily. daily. Um, if you're talking to people about NLTs that are interested in getting into it, please refer them to that show. I mean, there's, there's things to listen to daily. There's lots of content to consume. Uh, and we're going to focus on continuing to make this better and better. And, you know, as we look forward to... Uh, more stuff uh, in the NFT space, space, maybe even doing a uh, more dedicated uh, more podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this is going to be, be uh, fun. fun. Uh, I 
talk about a lot of kind of more in depth and try to try to get an hour hour daily show. It would be fun to kind of dig deep on projects and deeper analysis on certain things. Yeah, and you know, we talked about the face of the metaverse project. I mean, I mean, you could literally fill a two-hour show just digging into more of that backstory and whatnot. So I think so. I think exciting, exciting on the horizon for you know for us as well as well. So I think he needs to let me letter or not or what's going on. But we like, can always, we can always, uh, we can always revisit, revisit this conversation tomorrow, tomorrow, too, as the orcs are going to be going there. Absolutely. No, Larry, Larry, not another word. While following from the beginning, it's essentially the value that was originally given to during a lot of games end up that way, where it's a very, very important market. And by the way, you started with orcs, 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 now, now, shows for the moon lounge members but yeah if you want to jump up and talk with us uh just raise your hand we'll invite you up onto the stage and we'll have a good conversation i think um dopey ducklings anybody in that discord uh they announced an actual minting date if i remember correctly it was october 23rd which is pretty soon, but um, if you are on that whitelist or looking forward to that sale, uh, they just announced it. I mean, you know, it's a tough time to mint right now. So pick your projects carefully. Make sure you have conviction on the ones that you do mint. But that is one I know a few of us uh, in Alpha Mint are on the whitelist. So go check out their mint date if that's one you're planning on uh, doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, while we're kind of just uh, free, free balling it here, whatever the, the term would be here. Um, one of the things that I know a bunch of alpha mint people were looking at and some minted on and uh, again, just kind of casually mentioning that uh, that ice cream Dow ice cream cats Dow did end up actually buying their first cat with the money um, minted. And it is in the Dow vault now. And he just recently announced that he's going to do 75% of 
all of the mints for the whole project will now be going towards the fund. Um, but honestly, looking at it, it didn't even really move the needle for them in the mint. They're basically stalled out at 150. So, I mean, in my mind, it's one of those things that I, I'm not going to be able to sell anyways. Um, so here's hoping that something comes of it. Well, I, I, I think it was a big boon to them that the cool cap market fell 60%. I was like, oh, good. We could buy one right now. Yeah, it definitely helped it out a little bit. <laughs> Uh, drip called also just posted a, a tweet that i saw earlier that said sent sent a girl to beat bitcoin to start her trading journey and she had the audacity to call me just one of her followers <laughs> uh, I, yeah i think that that was uh that was a hilarious thing <laughs> just the rise of thought girls signal normie's coming um yeah i mean they already exist in the space but uh it, it, god i mean that might be a top signal <laughs> when everyone's just uh touting their nft drop at the end of it yeah or a thought signal <laughs> hey oh hey now um spicy pumpkin has his hand up it looks like and let's invite him on and nbo is joining us as well all right can you invite him on uh, i did i'm not sure if uh if it's not working the way that i think it does Oh, invite sent. Yeah. All right. And yep. Spicy pumpkins on. And then it looks like I in business is going to jump on next. What do you got? Hey, so um, thanks for accepting the question. But I uh, just joined the Discord not too long ago, actually. It looks like um, you guys have a pretty, pretty good um, show going on. I'm just wondering because um, I only hear about ETH um, projects. Are you guys opening for like soul project in the futures? Um, I mean, a free market and I are both very, uh, very heavy on the Ethereum and the Ethereum bull case. Uh, as time starts to to permit and we can start doing more research, uh, if there's any Solana projects that are really gaining a lot of hype, we'll probably start talking about them. Um, but it's it's definitely, I, I mean, there's so much going on in this space that even I can't even keep up with all of the ethereum projects and then adding more ecosystems on top of that like even cardano is is something that's you know always on the horizon of, about doing more whether or not that happens is a different story um yeah it, it's just a it's such a time commitment to try and focus on one blockchain i don't know if uh, free market wants to expand on that there's definitely if you have any interesting drops you should drop them in the chat and i know that the nft calendar does post all the Sol all the uh, known Solana drops that are happening that day, uh, so you can check out the NFT calendar. But yeah, I I only trade on Ethereum uh, NFTs personally. Yeah. Hey, cool, cool. Um, can I ask a little bit? I'm I joined a little bit late. Did you guys mention the the snails already? Yeah. The we talked about snails a little bit. The whitelist. Uh, was closed today. I, if you were eligible, you have needed to have signed up yesterday, last night. I think it closed at seven fifteen this morning. The the art's fabulous, and the gamification seems really fun. It's similar to orcs. You're you're kind of leveling up your scale, your snail, which will be a base snail, and trying to roll for rare traits, which I think is super fun. I mean, anytime you can increase the degeneracy or the gambling aspect of something that's already 
you know, trading. I think it um, it really has a good shot here. It's going to be a fun one. Well, how does uh, speculation? How how far do you think it would go? Like in the first three, two three weeks? No idea. There's I I don't remember. I think he said supply was going to be was it five thousand or eight thousand? I don't really remember. Um, it, I think it really comes down to uh, how much hype they can build organically before they actually drop. Uh, you know, it's maybe they could go to half an E or one E in a, in a good market if it becomes really hot, but they're not orcs. I'm not expecting the exact same trajectory as orcs, uh, but it could be it could be really fun. I could see I could see them taking off, but I don't have a specific Ethereum target for them yet. I think we need more information. Yeah, I mean, and we're kind of not totally in the business of setting and, and making price targets and sell uh, more, more about just looking at interesting projects and, and kind of following the hype along with them. Um, obviously, in our day to day trading, we 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 pay more attention to uh, where it could go. But uh, but yeah, I mean, for for these projects especially in the state of the market it's it's near impossible to even speculate on what happens yeah i think that most projects that launch into this atmosphere even if they do well medium term are going to have a hard time short term for sure all right um thank you for your questions spicy uh, i'm going to bring on in business and uh we've got about 10 more minutes until the show ends so we'll probably finish off with that Go yeah. ahead, caller. Yeah, 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 you're good, man. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, hey, we, I wanted to share a tip. We know I noticed last night in pricing during the uh, AFIA drop. Um, it's the first time I did it. Some of you guys might already just about like how to price action when you're when you're trying to you know tag the floor. Um, and I, I got lucky enough to pull a kind of culture last project because I feel like it's going to take too long for them to deliver on anything. Um, and didn't want to be stuck for months, but, um, what we, uh, hologram was on there with, with me and kind of what we noticed is if you pick up like, uh, when you're looking at the floor and where to price for liquidity or like where you're going to price in the market, um, if you take, especially like on a drop when things are moving fast, um, if you take a look, like open up the individual and I wish there was a tool for this. But if you open up like the, the next 20 or 10, the very bare minimum, like 10 units that are at the bottom or like, you know, when you're trying to bridge the gap between like 1.5 or 1 to 2, um, you can kind of see you, just to get an idea of how many of those people are, are like our flippers or DGNs that are that are planning on flipping. And you can pretty much almost uh, guarantee whether or not those people are going to be dropping their prices Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I always look for, um, especially on drops, is the distribution of holders. Um, if Mev and uh, Sneaky or Fleur start to mint really heavy on it, I mean, you're, there's going to be a hard wall where they all start to compete with each other to to sell um, because they're definitely not looking to hold all of the bags. They're looking to um, take a take a bit of a profit and then probably hold a small distribution of what they minted. Um, 
but yeah, I, I definitely think a bullish thing that I look for when um, when drops are happening and that initial price action is is going crazy is just how quickly the uh, unique owners are going up on the project as well. Yeah, I don't know if free market wants to expand on any of that. Both good tips. No, no, this that's a that's a good tip uh, for watching price action after a drop. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Um, so yeah, we're going to wrap it up now. Uh, thanks so much again for listening. Um, and we're going to do this again tomorrow morning. And then we'll take the weekend off and be back on Monday as well for uh, to resume regular scheduled programming. But again, thank you so much for, for tuning in and we appreciate it. Where's Ethereum going to be tomorrow when we start the show? Oh, um, I don't know. You want to set an over and under over under on this? 4,400 over under 4400 um you know what i'm actually i'm gonna stay over over all right i'll take the under on that you take the I, under. I think i think it has to flag out here a little bit just because you know anyone who bought at the old high may want to just <laughs> recuperate and run at least the normies who don't understand you know hodl to your odal yeah i mean if this was a uh if this was an extended three-year bear market and we finally hit all-time high i would expect a, a thicker resistance level on that but um you know i it, it's hard to say that if 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 when was the last all time high? It was it was like what five months ago, six months right. ago, right? March or no April? I think people are probably just happy to get back to that level. And again, like that's that is literally what happened in twenty seventeen. Ethereum went on a huge run in uh, in the early summer, um, and then once it kind of re uh, broke that all time high, I mean, it just was off to the races. So. Uh, a little bit earlier this time around, but like, you know, you always say history doesn't uh, repeat itself, but it often rhymes. So something interesting to look at. But again, this this market is so wild that, you know, it could be 6,000 tomorrow. It could be 3,000 tomorrow. <laughs> like, uh, honest to God, like it's uh, it's crazy. We're going to have an interesting show tomorrow if it's 6,000. Or 3,000, yeah. <laughs> or 3,000. All right, cool. All right, guys, we're going to call it. Thank you so much. And we'll uh, we'll see you again next time. Good luck out there. Yeah, good luck at the tables. Good luck at the tables.